0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Chef Life uh, with me Alistair and we're here today with Nathan from the White Heart, hi Nathan. Hello Alistair. Um, So yeah, thanks for joining us today buddy. Uh, We've been working with you for uh, about six, eight months. Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So yeah, just wanna learn a bit more about you and what you do and dishes and everything.
1: Yeah, so uh, first of all, introduce myself, uh, Nathan Sidebottom, I'm the head chef at the White Heart in at Lydgate. Uh, I've been here, uh, this is my second time of employment here uh, and I've currently been back here now coming up to five years.
0: Uh, and I've been the head chef since October 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. And you've got, I think, your role for me really interests me because you've got like a fine dining side to this place. You've got like a massive sort of wedding venue. Yeah. Arm. You've got a country pub arm within it. You've got the Airbnb. And then you've got Dinner Stones, which is like Italian inspired. Yeah, yeah. Sort Pete, of fine high and before. dine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, but then you will be all that and still doing like you know you're always quite creative in terms of what you want to do I think that's really interesting yeah do you find do you find it a challenge the management of both restaurants and all the like subgenres within that or uh well, i would be lying if I said no yeah um, but in life who doesn't like a challenge yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thrive off it a little yeah. bit do you think do you do you enjoy that as much as you do the cooking side of it or are you is it kind of like a nice mix where you've got variety throughout
1: uh, I mean, it's a mix uh, of, of everything, you know, because r- running running two sides, you know, you can't be in two places at once. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You, you know, you, you have to manage you have to manage your team properly in a sense of when I'm not down the road at Dinnerstones, uh, it's running to the standard of how I want it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, if I have to go and do a service down at Dinnerstones, this place has to run exactly how I want it. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's all about having a great team behind you, in a and, sense.
0: And when you came up, because you, you learnt off uh, some really good guys and things when you'll when come up. Where do you start? Where do you cut your teeth? Uh, so, I first I first of all started my career
1: at the White Hart as You're an right. apprentice when I was uh, 18, going through college. Um, and you know, I, I, I started as an apprentice, I learned loads, and I left here uh, as a chef de party. And I went to go and work in a two Michelin style restaurant called Midsummer House in Cambridge. Nice. Uh, working underneath Daniel Clifford and Mark Abbott. Oh, wow. Uh, and I spent just shy of three years uh, working for. Uh, chef Daniel and Chef Mark. And then I, I moved back up north due to personal reasons and, the, you know, there was no other place I wanted to go apart from come back to the White Arts. So I came here and I said, you know, I'm just looking for a bit of a part-time job while I've got a few things to sort out. Um, and then, yeah, as as the time went on, I've slowly progressed up to the sous-chef level here. And then in October 2020, uh, the head chef position came available. So, and
0: Do you think that Michelin training... Like, do you think that's helped in terms of your management of other staff? Because what I'm finding really interesting at the minute is it's unique to find someone like yourself who's so into the food, so into the detail, so into the suppliers, but then equally you're doing this like ten thousand foot view in terms of management. Like that's yeah. that's really interesting because um, it's similar to our business in a degree. Like we've got lots of different moving parts, and we're only a small team. So then we're, we're into it. Like I'm on a van. And then you're trying to manage something with the bank, and then you, yeah. you know, and it's, it, I feel quite a kinship in yeah. how we both operate. And I find it interesting the pressure you must have had and survived and thrived in the Michelin, and then how you've taken that out and put it into here.
1: Well, like, for me, when you go and work in Michelin starred restaurants, especially like when you get to like the two star and the three star level, it really grounds you and disciplines you. Yeah um you know the, there's no there's no room for error yeah. um you know it's all about the mise en place getting making sure you prep you preps right and making sure you're set for the service um because if you're not then you go down yeah. so hard yeah and that's not nice yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, so that that's where that's where the discipline comes in so i've taken i've taken what i've learned from making sure you set making sure the prep levels are all okay and i've applied that here now yeah. So that the services run smoothly, then you can serve the food
0: that I want to serve here. Yeah. And what in terms of that food, what what would you like to be known for? What's kind of your what you're striving for in that in terms of creativity? Uh, well, you know,
1: I'm pushing for accolades here. Yeah. Uh, we we're, uh, we're currently in the Michelin guide, uh, recommended by them as we have been for twenty seven years. Uh, we we I'm hoping. Well, I'm pushing towards two rosettes, yeah. if not a third one, yeah. uh, in the next couple of years, and I'd really like to get a bib gone onto you. Yeah,
0: oh, you should. Yeah, yeah, like, I'd
1: really the, like to get one of them. Your
0: food's phenomenal. Yeah, like it. The fact that you haven't got that already surprised surprising. <laughs> like it is. It's some of the best food I've ever eaten. Yeah, like we eat some cool places as well. But like you know, I think that. I think managing that standard and just you as a person i think like you know i love it a bit it's like you just you just sort of calm all the way through <laughs> yeah whereas i get stressed as fuck with a lot of random stuff <laughs> so i'm like what oh, would nathan do be yeah. a bit more chill happy days but uh you know i think that's that's a real testament to you and and i sort of wonder if that's down on your experience in Michelin. i think it is i
1: yeah. think it is um because because I've I've worked in kitchens, you know, where it's it's very very intense, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know there is there is a little bit of shouting, yeah. uh, aggressiveness in the services, um, and that environment it helped it you know it, it it's molded me into the person I am today. Yeah. But I I don't believe in you know you don't need to shout at your staff anymore. Yeah. Just just talk to them. Yeah. If they make a mistake, show them again how to do things, yeah. and that that also helps them. Uh, progress in their career yeah and also you get a lot more respect from from your
0: employees absolutely and I think again looking at your team is quite a age range I was just chatting before we started like you've got a lady coming from college and then you've got an apprentice dude and you've got some older guys in there and girls and again it's managing that age range and wealth of experience yeah of course it is yeah Yeah, and do you do you allow them to kind of come up with their own ideas in terms of creativity or are you very much like this is the plan guys if you've got ideas that fit within that great or uh
1: so i like I, I i do like to give my staff a little bit of flexibility with the menu uh so i'll use my pastry team for example i'll say to them you know i want a dessert with banana and passion fruit for example yeah that's that's the key ingredients i want them to use for the dessert and then they will then go away and develop a dish based on them ingredients. And then they'll do a plate up of it, and then we'll taste it together and say, you know, that that needs a little tweak, or no, that's beautiful, let's add a little bit of uh, coconut to that to that's- make it a little bit more exotic. And, you know, we do,
0: that's 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 how I do the kitchen yeah. here. Yeah, so you're yeah. giving them quite a good base for them to then, just suppose, go off and follow the similar journey yourself, you know, yeah. which- is really inspiring to, to be fair. It's important
1: it's important for the team to think as well because if, you know, if I just say right, this is the menu, this is what you're going to follow, this is what you're going to do, you breed robots. Yeah. whereas they don't think for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, especially the younger generation now, you need them to think for themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. It's important for their career development.
0: Or I think learning to, to cut your teeth here with the scope of what you do, you know, from that fine dining element all the way through to bar mitzvahs, I imagine, you know, in this, this we do everything. yeah, <laughs> like that's that's such a wealth of techniques, you know. And then, equally, you've got, I imagine, you have a lot of locals from the village who come here and, of course, want yeah. the standard Sunday lunch and, yeah, you know, fish and chips, kinds. you know, yeah. sausage and mash, yeah, yeah, and that pays your bills at the end of the yeah, day, yeah, of course, it does with, with, with a lot of stuff. And it's uh, I, I find it really interesting at the moment, like yourself, Will at shibden Millen, who we'd sat down with the other week, like how you're broaching this gap of. You know, fine dining, if you want to come away and have something awe-inspiring that you're going to remember, also to somewhere to bring your nan for a Sunday lunch. You know, so I think that, that must be quite a test in the kitchen to keep jumping back and forth across all these genres. It is, yeah, you know, like... So, like, uh, table two on a Saturday night, man yeah. and a woman, they come out
1: for a date, they want a really nice fine dining, you know, a piece of halibut, piece nice. of duck breast. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. table three next to them it's mum, dad and grandma. Yeah, and yeah. they're all having three fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like... <laughs> Challenge you, you definitely, you know, we, we, we see we see the mixture, but at the end of the day, it's like you said on the introduction, we are a country in pub as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we have, you know, it's important for us to have them staples on.
0: Yeah, and I think this part of the country specifically as well, like, that's what people want, don't they? They want the... Yorkshire, Lancashire, Country in type type thing. Of course they do, they love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's that's what what thrives out here really. And I think again, looking at, you know, these sort of strange financial times, our customers who sit within that realm, like, seem to do pretty well. It's the guys on the fringes almost that are in the city centres that it's a bit more of a struggle, you know, bottomless brunch type affair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to make things work. And there's definitely a place for everyone, but you know, I think what's really interesting at the moment and and we're seeing more interest in terms of cuisine coming out of is that sort of country dining type affair where people are traveling they want the surroundings they want the sort of fireplace and all yeah that, and then they want to eat some some killer food yeah no it's it's important yeah it's and sort of influence wise what what would you say influences how you take those menus forward you know is it local stuff is it uh well I, I'm, I'm i've st-
1: over the past 12 months i've started to use as local as possible yeah um so where the white art's based uh in lidgate the dairy farm is two minutes away awesome uh so you know if we wanted to go and spend an afternoon milking the cows we can do yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's where we get our milk and cream from uh there's a local butchers uh seven minute drive away from here nice. they rear their own cows they rear their own sheep uh so you know the beef uh, my, my, uh, for my steaks my sunday lunch it's all grass-fed Lovely. organic just down the road. Yeah. Um, so loc- locality is very important for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, and again, you see you see certain themes through these sort of talks, like if, if people that we rate, like yourself Josh and Will and things like, where they everyone's doing the same, their take on the same things. That locality is re- becoming really, really important. Yeah. And again, going back to you know the breadth of customers we have dealt with and deal with. You know, again, I think customers that go to price all the time, especially on things like me, versus sticking at the roots of locality like, there's a difference in terms of who survives that oh, of course you know it's not, not always yeah. prices and the origin and i think again that menu for the customer the story for the customer is important with that um and i like as well how you're you know you've got an interest in a lot of our japanese products yes i have and how you mix that locality with that it works really well man. Yeah. like yeah I like see. It, it is smart I re- like
1: I'm, I'm really interested in all these japanese products now yeah um
0: He's, yeah, he's, he's it's yeah it's simple flavors i find with that because again when we first sat down back in the last year for you to try some stuff and know some of you were like you were quite honest with that oh, i don't know what the fuck happened yeah. so you know but i love that because but then the flavors kind of speak for themselves and look I'm thick as fuck so <laughs> so you know a lot of it i've had to learn but, but we're drawn by the flavors and then what other people recommend and then we try and find the best of what we think within that and then as I've said before with, with previous chefs you know I try and think when we trying stuff would Nathan like this yes or no and then you know try and have a view of your menu and what you're doing and where that will fit in for you um but I think that the journey you're taking with the Japanese products that I see you trying you know you're pushing the boundaries you're doing some unusual stuff yeah which is really interesting to say you're eight months into that journey with those and like again testament to how you treat your menu yeah
1: so like what what one of the one of the most interesting products i think i've had from you was was that um well two that that uh, that shiitake soy sauce yeah yeah yeah. i absolutely love that that's great uh so that on me chicken tortellini dish at the moment we make a duck salad and mushroom ketchup nice and i've finished both of them with the shiitake soy sauce um and another product i'm getting you from at the moment is that uh yuzu miso yeah that is that's sensational so that's on, one of, on the desserts at the moment. I make uh, a nice light chocolate mousse, yeah. and then finish it with a yuzu, yuzu miso. Yeah, cool it customers. just it, it gives it another level, another level of flavour. Yeah. So yeah,
0: I like as well how you're taking those those interesting ideas and doing twists on like the pizzas and and you know doing different takes on sumi, which again for me is interesting when you look at your core customer base. You know like again, guys from the village, etc. I imagine they'll try more things because you have got faith in you, faith yeah. in this place. And then, yeah, I like how you're able to play with that and yeah. not just keep it bog standards.
1: Well, it's all about it's it's about educating your customers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you know, food food evolves all the time. Yeah. And if you just stick with one thing, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, you go into your customers at the end of the day. Uh, so it is important to keep on changing keep evolving because that keeps the customers uh, more interested in the business and like Absolutely. you know they'll come one time and they'll have this the, the chocolate and yuzu dessert yeah. for example and then they'll come again and there might be a different yuzu dessert on so they'll be like oh wow they can do all these things with that one product yeah so yeah ed- educating the customers I think is important
0: yeah oh no it's, it's interesting how you're, you're able to do that but again you know, that comes out through quality and, and rapport, and, and I imagine you have a lot of returning business here. Yes, we do, yeah. Um, you know, and then equally, people are using different sides of the business, I suppose, as well. You know, they'll be using the function rooms for the daughter's wedding or whatever yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. So again, it's, you know, a testament to you and, and the guys who, who own this place is to, to what you've built here. Yeah. And then, in terms of influences outside of just things locally, what who do you look to? Do you go out and eat and get ideas? Or, I'm always interested in this, like, is it when you go on holiday with, with the missus and little one, mm-hmm. or is it, you know, what's the... What's
1: uh, so, I definitely like to eat out a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, I went to the, the last restaurant I went was Shibden Millin. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh I well, went well. there last Monday, me, uh, some pals, and me, me, girlfriend Josie, and baby yeah. Noah. Nice. Uh, Noah loved it. Yeah. Happy <laughs> days. Happy days. Uh, but, no, like eating out. Uh, and reading cookbooks as well
0: right okay uh, I, I, th- I think that's quite important and are you, do you go for obscure chef guys in the cookbooks or are you going to like mainstream and sort of go off on tangents or I,
1: re- I mean I'll, I'll read anything Right. Uh, you know Flavour Thesaurus yeah. uh, Marco Pierre White uh, Marco Pierre White White Heat <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a legendary book yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I've had that since I was probably 16 yeah uh, you know Gordon Ramsay Le Manoir's book Thomas yeah. Keller's yeah. over in America you know there's, there's all sorts of... I've got a repertoire
0: at home. And what, what got you... Was it your mum got you into cooking or...? No, so I've,
1: I've got family in the industry down in Bristol. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget, we went down one Easter holiday and we was making uh, chocolate cake yeah. uh, for, some, for my auntie's birthday. And the first time we ever made a chocolate ghetto. Nice. And I could see the love in my uncle's face, and I just thought, you know what that's what I want to do because I saw the passion nice.
0: Oh, um, man. And ever since then I've never looked back. That's brilliant. Ever. That is brilliant. And do you find what I found interesting we spoke to Shane at um, at Woodall Spa It, could, it would be a couple of months ago now, and um, she's from China, and I think it's really interesting looking at someone from a completely foreign culture to you know I'm sort of Yorkshire a bit, yeah. you know, <laughs> from where we're from. And coming over here, all the language barriers, and then her food's phenomenal, but it's it's twists on different things, which I'd never contemplate to do. But when you speak to her, a lot of it goes back to her childhood cooking with her mom. Yeah. And then she's just taking her experience and knowledge and like expertise levels like yourself, and then taking these old dishes and then done her view on it. Is, revamping them. Yeah. And yeah. I, I kinda wonder if the, people like yourself and stuff, do you go back to your roots of what your grand used to make here, what you used to do with your mom, or your auntie, or your uncle, or whatever. Uh, well,
1: when uh, when we was younger, we used to do a lot of baking with grandma. Yeah, yeah. Making you know, yeah. fairy cakes, and uh, my great grandma in Bristol, she had uh, in her garden, she had pear trees, big trees, oh, wow. strawberries, loads of herbs, and I remember like we just used to go picking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say, like, we've picked pears, for example, yeah. we'd peel them and make a crumble. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I def- the roots have definitely got me to where I am today Yeah. because that's where I found the passion for cooking. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah, and you would, will, will you revisit those roots as you continue on your dishes? Do you go back to like that pear crumble and go, do you know what, that'll go awesome with this miso or I could upskill it with this, you know? Um, do you find that comfort in those in those old school recipes, and no, 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 no I, bed come bed on I can't <laughs> I, you, <know.
1: laughs> No, no, because it's, cause it's
0: oh. funny. I go back to, I mean, I'm, I'll cock up all the cereal, but I go back to some of the stuff I used to do with my mum yeah. when I was growing up, and I like to have a go. I'm rubbish, but. Yeah, then I've thought, oh, I tried this tomato ponzo, but that go really well in my mum's ex, you know. Yeah. And then I have a go with it, and so sometimes it's an absolute <laughs> disaster. <laughs> sometimes it's sort of okay. Um, but do you think with with Noah, do you think you'll try and push the passion of food on? Or one hundred percent. Yes, brother. Yeah, brother. he's uh, he's daddy's little sous chef. Awesome. One
1: hundred percent. Awesome. I'm ho- I'm hoping you know I can I can get him into it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like I'd really like that. No, it's it's so Ruby, my little girl, seven. So I, I obviously with this job, I take her all over. And uh, I really like, she's got to go into some cool kitchen. She's got a North Coast kitchen. And, and so, and I'm like, that's a cool experience. Not a lot of yeah, kids of get that. It you is. know, like, in, and Noah growing up with you in like such a great kitchen here as well. Like that'll be, you know, that's memories for the Oh yeah, 100%, yeah. Which is awesome. Hopefully I can and, pass it on. And what, what, what do you see as a sort of immediate future for you then in terms of any, what's the, see we've talked around, getting you into different guys and going for that second third rosette you know what what are you striving for in terms of menu have you got anything you're working on that year if you really want to
1: uh well at the moment uh obviously uh, as we've discussed we're just we're pushing for all the accolades at the moment uh we were i'm in conversation with one chef at the moment uh we're going to be doing some guest chef nights awesome. uh, here at the white Hart uh because obviously it, 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 we can showcase a little bit more of our food and also we can bring all the chefs in which are obviously talented as well yeah. um uh, with the menus uh you know uh this year we're starting to build our own gardens outside lovely
0: uh so we've just started planting some herbs out there already I think that's really interesting speaking with Josh at Goldsborough like just uh it really opened my eyes to the skill sets you guys will have to learn, yeah, which is it. Yet another string to. I mean, you've got on top of that, you've got all this management of all the other uh, faculties of this business. Then on top of that i mean that's so diverse like it's amazing it's a real testament
1: yeah 100 like. i mean currently right now do i know anything about gardening or looking after plants and roots no is the answer <laughs> uh, up, uh, but but yeah, as i've said already i love a challenge yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and you know I, I feel i feel like it'd be good if you know if we start growing our own veg our own herbs here uh, it'd be a little bit of theater for the customers yeah um you know they can see the chefs walking in with uh some freshly picked pine berries or yeah. some strawberries or some gooseberries uh coming in with trays of some little picked time some rosemary and then that's what we're using yeah. at the night time um so yeah that's that that's what we're that's what we're working towards yeah
0: I, I realize so so jennifer my business partner husband ollie they own uh, a but farm it's a campsite and he's he's a cattle farmer by sort of heritage and trade but they've i like how they've evolved their business so they've got campsite now and they do lots of different events but then they've Started, well, they found a lot of wild garlic growing, so we're going to do some like foraging um, types of with yeah. like yourselves and Will and stuff. Um, but I like how their business evolves, and then equally talking to people like yourself, I like how your business evolves as well. And it's just that new things, bit scary at first, but you figure it out. Yeah, oh, <laughs> see, see where you go, man. Yeah. I think I'll be. But then again, coming back to the your apprentices and stuff, that, that experience and learning they're going to get from managing a garden yeah. to doing fine dining to running the menu for a wedding
1: yeah yeah it's phenomenal I mean. yeah uh with, with the with the apprentices you know they, they get they get to see the whole side of this business so yeah. they might do um a little bit of time in the function kitchen here at the white Hart, and then they go into and then they work in the front kitchen with me so they yeah. see an a la carte service uh, they see a table d'hote service Some are doing private dining upstairs um they see the functions you know for 180 people you see i get them to operate um you know uh, foraging at the back of the white heart you know we've got wild garlic we've got brambles there's all little sort of sorts of herbs that we can find so they get to because even just going walking down the alley and doing a bit of foraging that's exciting for them as it is for any chef um and then also you know we've got Dinnerstones, stones which is our other site you know they might go and spend a couple of months down there and learn yeah. learn a completely different kitchen so then they Absolutely. become a little bit more
0: adaptable yeah and then again like you say they're crossing those boundaries like with Dinnerstones, stones it, the italian it's funny we because we went so hard on the japanese specialist this last six months we've we're still pushing that obviously but uh, italian is really growing for yeah. us um, and uh, yeah the quality of pizzas nowadays I think are phenomenal it's such a basic thing I know I everyone likes pizza yeah, it's a bit of dough and a bit of cheese and yeah. a bit of tomato sauce exactly or, you, you know, can make like it change. taste lovely absolutely and, and you know again them learning that Italian way to cook if you want uh, that, that breadth that you guys can offer is you know a village pub in effect and yeah. it's a lot larger than that now but yeah it's, it's mind blowing right? it's phenomenal yeah. yeah it's great and again you know, t- testament to you brother with w- what you've done and like we really they're excited working with you and, and all the stuff I know we talk quite often like what we can do together I think yeah. it's great but any else you'd want the listeners to know at all or anything else you'd, you'd like to share
1: uh I don't think I've got anything else to share really no. <laughs> <day. Good laughs>
0: bit, well. just come to the white hat and taste my food yeah definitely yeah, it'd be man. A, well, exciting. Yeah, some of the best food I've ever tried yeah, but,
1: thank uh, you man
0: love working with you love seeing what you're doing people can get you on instagram yes yes um you on facebook twitter or anything like i'm on
1: uh, facebook Nerf side bottom and instagram is just bear with uh
0: nathan side bottom also awesome brother yeah. awesome well listen you've got some great filming to do with Rian today we're going to see you see in action and yeah i really appreciate your time brother lovely thank you so much alistair cheers man Thank you for joining us on another Chef Life podcast. I have been your host, Alistair. If you'd like to learn more about our business, uh, you can visit us at www.cottagefoodsltd.com. Give us a follow and a like on Instagram, and we'll see you soon. Thanks.